Welcome back to Gems for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry alongside the usual boys, Jamil, RJ, and Will. We are back for our week 14 predictions of the NFL season. A little update on the standings Let's as we jump right back into it. Uh, no one really moved uh, from last week to this week. Jamil's still top of the standings. He had a 9-5 and five week and overall a record of 122-69-1. Nice. Will, who also had a nine and five week and was tied last week, is still tied. That's how math works. Uh, they are 122, 69, and one. I am two games back from the leaders. I had an eight and six week. I am 120, 71, and one. And RJ had an up week. He went nine and five with the other two gentlemen. He is 118, 73, and one. No bye week for anyone this week. So we will hop right into the games. We'll start with the ones we differ on. I believe we have six this week. We'll start with the Thursday night game. The New England Patriots taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Jamil is on an island for this game, going with the New England Patriots, while myself, RJ, and Will are all taking the Rams. Jamil, I'll start with you. Um, I can't say I'm surprised by this. Um, we all, we've missed RJ and uh, Will going at Cam Newton um, talk the past few days. Um, always great banter with those two. But, um, yeah, I'm not really surprised I'm the only one here. You know, like I said earlier, you know, time to take the lead. Uh Got to make myself different somehow. I think that uh, Cam Newton, this rushing attack, will do just enough to score on the Rams. And like I said last week, you know, I said Bill Belichick wasn't going to lose to a rookie quarterback. Um, I think Bill Belichick is going to do just enough to stop McVay and Goff like they did in the Super Bowl two years ago uh, or three years ago, whichever one it was. And uh, I think they'll do just enough to win this game. Well, I'm going to go to you for this one just because I'm hoping to get just a little bit of what Golf we got season. for text. It's not golf season. It's just not, okay? But it is the Rams' defense season. They're one of the best in the league. Um, they continue to be one of the best in the league. And now with that Seattle loss this last weekend, you know, that really tanked all of us. Um, but it also tied them up for the division, and currently they're in first place due to a tiebreaker. Uh, I think it's time for the Rams to run away and really take uh, dominance in the NFC West. Uh, I, I, obviously, the, the Patriots shut me up last week. Cam Newton didn't shut me up, but the Patriots did. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Rams just because it, you know, it, it, when it comes down to it, I mean, obviously the point of the game is to score more and they have, they both have great defenses. They both have amazing defenses. I'll give them that, but one offense I can rely on a little bit more than the other one. And so because of that, I have to take the Rams. Uh, honestly, if there was an Island on this one, I thought I was going to have to go against RJ. So, uh, but it'll be interesting. Uh, Jamil, I like your pick. I like your pick a lot just because uh, uh, we're tied. So keep it up. RJ, just because Newton is, involved in this matchup do you have anything to add i was very close to picking new england um <laughs> but at the end of the day cam newton is throwing to a bunch of guys that should be working at Foot Locker, and the rams have the best secondary in football right now so i cam is carrying the patriots on his back i don't think it's going to be enough this week i i just don't i wanted to pick them but it's tough don't worry man i did force both yeah, you, I don't know. you can have it. <laughs> Thank you. Moving to the one o'clock games on Sunday, we will start with my island pick, the only one I have today. Uh, the Houston Texans are taking on the Chicago Bears, and I am the Here only one is. to select the Chicago Bears. Uh, many might be questioning why. I know Will's giving it a head shake. Oh, this is your Maddie stats, huh? This, this is, this what, is yeah. what I got. I have a simple question before you get into that. Did you watch the Lions versus Bears? Please tell me. I was working, At so I didn't, wa I didn't yeah. watch Did any football. End? But I, I, you know, Maddie Stats takes a look. That's at the why stats, he picked the Bears. He didn't see it. 
and goes from there. Okay, so I didn't see it, but things are, things are exactly changing why. here. Trubisky is under center for this week against the Texans, and that that is a game changer, believe it or not. Go Heels. I got yeah, there you go. Go Heels. Um, so I got Maddie stats for this one just because I need to support my uh, my island here. Uh, the Bears have scored 24 plus points in four or five of Mitchell Trubisky's starts this season, zero of seven starts for Foles. So in no starts that Nick Foles was in, did they score over 24 points? Texans currently this season have a franchise worst in opponents, total yards per game, rushing yards per game, and opponent passing rating. The opponent passer rating is 106.6 against the Texans this season, which isn't too bad at all. The Bears' defense needs to step up, and that's their best point. So, I mean, if anyone's going to step up, it's going to be the defense. They need to get to Watson because when Watson sacked two-plus times in his career, he is 16-21. and 21. When he is sacked one time or, le- or fewer, I guess, uh, he is 12-0. and 0. So, it really, you would think it'd come down to the offense. I'm not worried about the offense this game, I think it's, especially since the Texans' defense is really bad. It comes down to the defense. If they can get to Watson, limit him, because he's a great player. He's one of the only great players they have. If they can limit Deshaun Watson, then I like the Bears' chances this week. Matty Stats. I am impressed. I, I actually love those stats. I thought we were going to get something kind of flaky. I actually love those stats. That Hey. I mean, in all honesty, the Bears should win the game. But yes. after, what happened last week, what Bears, after what happened last Bears. week, like, <laughs> we've lost six straight. I mean, we should have beat three of the six teams we've lost to. I mean, it's Trubisky's not going to start here. And, I mean, listen, last week we'll pick the Bears because Trubisky never lost to the Lions. Look what they did. And look what they happened. Lions. <laughs> Deshaun, a, you know, Michael Jordan Watson versus Mitch Trubisky. There it is. <laughs> Mm, yeah, Mitch Trubisky. I don't care. I'm still taking Deshaun over the Tar Heels. Okay. Uh. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you run with this. I'll let you cover. This. What is there to say? They've lost six straight. They're so bad. I mean, they've they have a, a Super Bowl caliber defense that's let up 75 points in two games. And one of those games was the Lions. They're so bad. Lions. The offense has been terrible. It's never gotten going. Now the defense is starting to fall too. Matt Nagy's on the hot seat. Might as well walk out the door while you're still here. I mean, that team is abysmal. I mean, as a fan of this team, it's embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing. There's no way. No, no, we're not. We might not win another game all season. We might go 0-16 next year. We might just get, we need to just sell it, sell it all, restart, and just accept the fact that we're going to suck. Just accept it and let's build up. Let's quit holding on to fake hope because Green Bay is going to run with the division until Aaron Rodgers quits. And then Minnesota has enough team to hold them up there too. Just get rid of it all. Just accept the fact that we're going to suck for like 10 years and let's build up. Okay. Let's get a solid team. Maybe not 10 years, maybe like three or four, but let's build up. We we have to pocket that for another red rage. Oh my God. Let me tell you. Hold on to that. The the end of the season, red rage, but but listen, not nothing that you said, Will was wrong. Um, but if the Maddie stats, you said was wrong if, either. To be yeah, fair. if the Maddie stats gave us anything, it's hope. So we'll see what happens Sunday. That'll definitely be <laughs> a game to look out for. Pick, baby, I'm taking for Trevor at this point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For for Will's sanity, uh, we will keep an eye on that game on Sunday. Uh, moving on, we have a 
I one that raised my eyebrows, honestly, when I was uh, doing the Google Doc for this game. Uh, RJ is on an island for the Den- in support of the Denver Broncos as they take on his Carolina Panthers. Oh, okay. Did, did oh, he do this? Yeah, me and RJ discussed this. The tank RG. for Trevor thing. I don't know. No, the tank for Trevor's over. I would just let you know early next. That we're sucking for Sam Howe now. So then, so then, if, for, if this isn't for Trevor, for Sam Howe. If this isn't for Trevor, I don't know what this is for. RJ, please give us some kind of explanation. Okay, so here's the way I see it. We should have never cut Cam Newton, period. Boom, there it is. Well, yeah. The only it. way it makes sense is you better get a stud. And we screwed ourselves out of Trevor Lawrence. And, I'm hey, I'm all in on going 1-15 next year and getting Sam Howell. I love the kid. He's from North Carolina. He played college in North Carolina. Keep him in the NFL in North Carolina. I love it. I'm, you know, I love the story. But that's next year. There is a quarterback coming out of Columbus, Justin Fields. Nope. And he is more than likely going to be the number two pick. Nope. And we'll hear me out, guys. We'll here, here's how we do it. Here's how we do it. All right. This is the only hope we got. Jacksonville, which I did not pick to win this week. I should have. Jacksonville needs to win a couple games. Okay, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna. You're just gonna have to roll with me here. All right, Jacksonville needs to win a couple games. What we need is for the Cincinnati Bengals to have a top two pick. They're not gonna take a quarterback. They've got Joe Burrow. They've got their franchise right there. Carolina though has Joe Brady and two first round picks. Not this year, but two first round picks and Joe Brady. You move up and take Cincinnati's spot. Cincinnati only has to move back three spots, and they might still get Penny Soul. Like, okay, like you gotta, you gotta get creative here. I'm not coming off of. The Why tank, is he making right? sense? Carolina, <laughs> Carolina needs to keep losing. So it's so. Here's what I'm saying: If this trade were to make sense, okay, Cincinnati wouldn't want to drop from two to you know ten, but. I bet they would drop from two to five and you get Joe Brady and an extra first round pick next year. That's all I'm saying. It's a long shot, but for it to work, Carolina's got to keep losing. That, that entire rant ramble, whatever that, whatever you want to call that remind me of that Dennis Rodman meme from the last dance where he's like doing all that with his hands <laughs> trying to explain something. I, you got this. <laughs> so from what I, so from what I get of that, you pick the Broncos because the Panthers should lose for draft position, correct? Yeah, basically. Correct. Long correct. story short, you want to If you're not going to make the playoffs, there's no reason to win football games, period. <laughs> I don't care who you are. All right. I got a question for RJ before we move on. Go for it. J- do you know Jacksonville's schedule? It's bad. Hard. It's bad. <laughs> it's Tennessee, Baltimore, Chicago, Indianapolis. Tell me they're the multiple games they're winning. They're going to beat Chicago. And yes, they are. The best shots okay. And who? Beach, Chicago and Indy. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Go Jags! I'll be picking them. I'll be on an island those two weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, looking, that helps looking me. forward to that. You might We're not going. be on an island that 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 Chicago week. We'll see. We're doing it. Wow. Anyways, We're doing it. we'll see. So, so Jamil, I'll let you handle the Panthers on this one. Oh yeah, I picked them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um so on that game yeah um the broncos they're so jack jacqueline hyde one week they play good one week they play absolutely horrendous um 
Give me uh, the Panthers offense. I think Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he has a really high completion percentage. I think it's number one in the league. I think their offense is going to do just enough to win this football game. <laughs> Look at RJ. He hates Teddy Bridgewater. You're muted, RJ. No, no, yeah. I wasn't talking out loud. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, no. This don't, don't. Next game, Listen. Matt. Next game, Listen. Matt. Next yeah, game. we're not talking about Teddy on this. No way. We'll, sa- we'll save that for another time. But maybe he's the franchise guy. I mean, <laughs> is is Teddy Bridgewater right, a Hall of Famer? Gotta go, guys. <laughs> All right. Hey, who knows? Anything. I mean, if Kyle Allen is, then it's Bridgewater. But next game, <laughs> we'll move to the four o'clock hour on Sunday. And this one didn't uh, raise my eyebrows at all. RJ's back on the island, but it kind of makes sense. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts are taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. RJ's all alone in selecting the Raiders while the other three of Will's us. Raider. Will was over the Raiders about two weeks ago. Are, are picking the Colts. A lot has changed. So, RJ, you already look kind of confused at the selections, but uh, we'll go to you for the Raiders. Yeah, what, what's wrong with the Raiders? Like, I know they didn't really show up and play that well against the Jets, but – Well, they got destroyed hey. by the Falcons, and then they – They literally got lucky against the Jets. Listen, they didn't get lucky. They were they were just better. What Greg do you mean? Anyway, coordinator that had nuts for brains. They were better. Um, the like, better team won. The Jets won. The better happen. team won. Am How I do you right? run a cover zero on like the last play of the game? Because <laughs> they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence. That's how. <laughs> exactly. That's that's easy. Anyway, well, the Jets won um, the game. <laughs> Oakland's or Oakland, Las Vegas's offense. I I don't hate them. I think they're pretty good. I think Derek Carr has looked pretty good this year. I think I'm one of the few people that still actually kind of believes in the guy. Um, I think they have a nice running attack. I like their weapons. I I don't know. Something's not all the way there to where they're a threat to you know win some playoff games. But this is a big game. This is essentially a playoff game because the Colts have a playoff spot and the Raiders need a playoff spot. This is going to be a big game. John Gruden's going to have his boys ready to go. And at the end of the day, I know we're going to talk about him in a, in a future episode. Don't worry. I just don't like Phillip Rivers. I don't think he's that good. Um, I think he can throw for a lot of yards and I think he can throw for a lot of interceptions and he's going to have a costly interception. He is going to have the prototypical Philip Rivers game this Sunday. He's going to throw for 300 yards. He's going to throw for two, maybe three touchdowns, but come fourth quarter time, it's going to be a one possession game and he's going to throw an interception and Derek Carr is going to go down the field and win the game for the Raiders. I mean, like I said, this didn't shock me. So, like, that's a fa- that's fair. That's one hundred percent fair. Uh, Will, I'll go to you for the Indianapolis Colts. Well, I mean, I'm still high on. I mean, I love the Raiders. Don't get me wrong, but like, man, back to back weeks, that's rough. And yes, I love. I'm, I'm I'm right there with you, RJ. I love Derek Carr. I, I'm still right there supporting Derek Carr, uh, and I love Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs is probably still considered underrated. Here's the problem: Josh Jacobs isn't in. Josh Jacobs is still doubtful for that game. And without Josh Jacobs, I don't trust the Raiders. Um, just because, obviously, whenever you have one of the better backs in the league, it, it causes a lot of, you know, you have to respect the run game. And now whenever you're on your backup running back, uh, it, it leaves a little bit of a question mark for me. And Indianapolis already has an amazing defense as it is. Um, just because of how much I trust Indianapolis's defense, 
I know they've had a couple of games in which they kind of they, they don't exactly show out, but they're still up there top five in almost every single statistical category when it comes to defenses. So I'm going to take Indianapolis just to hold off the Raiders. Um, but no, I mean, I'm still up there with the Raiders hype train. I still think I love the team. I love the team. I love what they have going. I think they still need a couple pieces. But um, no, I, I, w- I would have loved to see them make the playoffs, but they just they flop so hard against the Falcons. I mean, they, they it's so hard. Um, and I, I just lost a little bit of faith in them because of that. Um, and I, I just trust the defense to hold off Raiders a little bit more than I trust um, the, the defense of the Raiders to hold off Phillip Rivers. Shout out to Darren Waller getting me 45 points in uh, fantasy. He's an animal. He's definitely someone worth mentioning when you talk about that Raiders offense. But we'll move on to the next game. Uh, the Washington football team coming off uh, defeating the once – undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, who are probably the biggest undefeated frauds ever. Uh, They will be taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Jamil is on the island for this one. He's the only one taking the 49ers. Let's hear that explanation. Um, Yeah, this is another uh, game. I'm not really surprised I was the only one picking them. I had a feeling after the Redskins, not the Redskins, the football team pulled off that big episode of the Steelers that y'all would go ahead and pick them to keep that momentum going. But um. To me, this is this is a big game for, for them and for the Niners. You know, for the for the Washington football team, it's can you stack wins? I talked about that earlier with the Bills after they got the Hail Mary hit on them against the Cardinals. Now for the Redskins, can you stack these two wins and, and keep the pressure on the Giants? And I don't know if they will be able to. I think the Niners, um, obviously, they're reeling with a lot of bad injuries. But one thing they can do is run the football. And another thing they can do is get the ball to their players and get yards after the catch. The Redskins have a sneaky good secondary. But with the way the Niners run their offense, I think they can get the ball into the hands of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel in space, and they can create plays. I think that'll be just enough for them to get the win. There, RJ, uh, the football team over the 49ers. Yeah, no, I was a little surprised too. I actually thought a couple more of y'all. I I thought I might be on an island picking Washington also. Because this is the prototypical letdown game. Mm-hmm. When you look up letdown game in the dictionary, this is it. They just beat an undefeated team that nobody thought they could beat. Now they're going to play a team that has a lot of injuries. And they really – Washington should win this game. I don't. I haven't looked at, you know, the betting line or anything like that. But, like, Washington should beat this team. They have the momentum, and San Francisco's got a ton of injuries. But, like – I don't know. This 49ers team, they said something during the Monday night telecast against Buffalo, and it's going to be interesting to see if it plays out. When you have a team like the 49ers, they've had all these injuries. They're starting to get a few of those guys back. Oh, well, now we can't practice, and now we can't play in our home you know, city. And now they're having to be away from their families and this and that and you get blown out on a nationally televised game, you wonder if the team crumbles. And I don't think there's, you know, with George Kittle being out and with them down to whatever, second, third string quarterback, where's the leadership going to come from on the team? I, I don't I don't question Kyle Shanahan's leadership. I think that guy's a great young coach. I think he's going to be around for a long time. But where's the leadership going to come from on that football team? I guess Richard Sherman because no Nick Bosa, no George Kittle, no Jimmy Garoppolo. You need somebody in that locker room to step up and be like, look, I know this is tough. We're away from our families. We can't, we don't have a place to play. And we just got blown out on national television, but we can't fall apart. Who's going to do it? Because if no one does it, Washington's going to go win this football game because that defensive line, I've been hyping them up all year. Washington is very close to being very, very good. 
that front seven they have is disgusting. And trust me, with Ron Revere as the head coach, I know about good front sevens and just how far they can take you. And just so you know, the betting line right now is plus three to the uh, or the the 49ers are favored by three points, but you're given three points when you're the home team. So literally, it's a 50 50 split. Yeah. So it's, it's literally basically half and half. Yeah. Bet Washington. Yeah. I, it, I, I was right there with you. I mean, it was a coin toss for me, but just because of the 49ers not playing at home, like it, there's just something about it. But but you're right. I mean, it's prime for a letdown game. It really is. So. Yeah. It's a, this is a really weird game. It, it, this was probably my hardest one to pick this week, but I'm, I'm going to go. Yep. With we'll see where things go from there, but we'll move to the Monday night game where I kind of expected a split uh, looking at this beforehand, but RJ's on an island. It is the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cleveland Browns, and RJ's the only one rooting for Lamar Jackson and the uh, Ravens. So, RJ, right back to you. Well, I'm not going to jump off now. I mean, I think I've picked the Ravens to win every game this year. Um, th- is this really how they're going to go out? Is this how Baltimore is going to do it in 2020? This is how it's going to end for them. A loss on Monday night football to the Cleveland Browns, a team that you have bullied for 20 years, ever since you stole their team in 95. Like, you've bullied this franchise. Are you – is this – is this going to be the team that knocks you out and sends you home and you will not be making the playoffs? Like I've used the word desperate before, and I've used the word desperate when it comes to Baltimore, you are going to see a very desperate football team on Monday night. If Baltimore loses this game, (laughs) John Harbaugh is not going to lose his job. You're not cutting Lamar Jackson. Like you're not going to start over, but there are serious questions and there are serious problems before the season started. Colin Cowherd picked these guys to go 16 and zero, and now they might not make the playoffs. Like, are you kidding me? Is this how they're going to go out a loss on national television to Baker Mayfield? Is that how you're going to go out? This roster cannot go out like that. The desperate is, is not even close to what you're going to see Baltimore play like on Monday night. I promise you. Will, we'll go, for, we'll go to you for the Cleveland Browns. Unlike Colin Cowherd, uh, I didn't have him going 16-0 and 0, uh, in, in Baltimore's case. In fact, if we go back and look at one of the first ever videos of GMs, I was the only one who took the Steelers to win that division. Uh, everybody else picks Baltimore to win the division, which is fair. I mean, Baltimore was coming off of, what, a 14-2 and two season? I mean, they were phenomenal. Um, the defense is still there. The, the defense is who they are. But uh, there was one glaring thing that really threw me off about Baltimore's game against the Cowboys – and it was the fact that they went one for four in the red zone. Uh, that's very concerning, especially against the Cowboys team who has not been bend or break. They have only been break. Uh, they have been absolutely abysmal. And their one touchdown that they got uh, came late in the fourth quarter. So they were 0, and, uh, 0 for three in the red zone uh, before a J.K. Dobbins five-yard run. Um, it, it, it was uh, questionable. That's not what you do as a playoff team. Uh, I think that the, they absolutely spanked the Browns the last time they played them, like 38-6 or something like that. Um, it was it was embarrassing for Cleveland, and I think the way that Cleveland's playing right now, um, I think they're going to have that in the back of their mind. I think they're going to come out with a little bit of vengeance. Their running backs have been doing great. Baker's coming off of an amazing week. Um, the, the defense is doing fine. They're kind of a bend-not-break unit. Um, I, I just trust them to uh, – 
uh, okay, I'm not going to say trust, but I, I expect them to do a little bit better this time around against Baltimore. And I, I think we'll at least see a better game, but just because I'm going to ride the hot hand, I'm going to go with Cleveland. You, you said questionable and that's a great word for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. When you're in practice, John Harbaugh, when you are in practice, can you not see that J.K. Dobbins is the best running back on your team? What are you doing with Mark Ingram? Like, what, what is that? Why is Mark Ingram on your payroll? When you drafted J.K. Dobbins, did you not know that he was the best running back in that draft? And do you not see it in practice every single day that that guy has more talent than any of your other running backs? Also, what talent are you seeing in that wide receiver room? You have Hollywood Brown that is one of the fastest players in the league. And then who? You've got a good tight end in Mark Andrews. You have no receivers. And listen, the Browns aren't going to trade Odell to you. <laughs> Curtis Samuel's going to be a free agent. Carolina's not bringing him back. You better go drop a bag on him, and you better draft whoever the best receiver available is. You're not going to be in position to get Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase, but you better snag either Jalen Waddle, Rashad Bateman, take a flyer out on my dog, Deami Brown from UNC. Give Lamar some weapons. I understand, you know, that a running quarterback has never won a Super Bowl and been very successful in the NFL. But, like, why are we just going to automatically assume that this is Lamar's ceiling? He's never going to be anything? Like, no. How about you actually put a good football team on the field? Defensively, on paper, this team is stupid loaded. But when you run Mark Ingram out there, instead of J.K. Dobbins, who's on, what, a third, second or third round rookie contract, like, what, do you not see that Dobbins is better? And do you not see that you need receivers? Why did they lose to Tennessee in the playoffs last year? Because their receivers dropped every ball thrown within five yards of them. Lamar did not play bad against Tennessee in the playoffs last year, but he got all the credit for it because none of his receivers can catch. This team... They are loaded. They just need to be smart. Go get Lamar one, get him two receivers and Hollywood Brown. And you already got Mark Andrews and start JK Dobbins. Stop trying to shove Mark Ingram down our throat. That's not working. Moving on. We will make this part quick as we usually do. We will hit the games. We all agree on uh, starting with the one o'clock games on Sunday, uh, two bad teams going head to head. One wants to lose a little bit more than the other. So we are all in favor of that would be the Dallas Cowboys as they take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Jamil, really quick, why are we going with the Cowboys? Uh, I think it's finally going to be the game. Zeke finally has a breakout game this season. The Bengals are terrible at stopping the run, and uh, they're just not very good right now without Joe Burrow. So I think the Cowboys will find enough to win this game. Next, we have an NFC North matchup, the uh, Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions. Will, I'll go to you as you come from that division. Uh, why are we all taking the Packers? Uh, Aaron Rodgers still playing like an MVP candidate, um, a, a candidate, not the front runner, but a candidate. Um, but yeah, the Packers are just superior. I mean, whenever it comes down to it, the the Lions are on a nice little hot streak. They've they've found their way into the playoff picture. Uh, I, obviously, I think it's a little bit a little too late, but uh, the Packers are still fighting for a, a one seed in the NFC, so they've got a lot more to play for whenever it comes down to it. Uh, and I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, no matter who his receivers are, uh, just give me Green Bay. I think it's an easy one. This next one's also pretty easy. We'll go to RJ for this one. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Miami Dolphins. All four of us going with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. RJ? 
Yeah, I mean, I would like – I do think Miami is going to play well. I think they they know that every game's important now. They're trying to make the playoffs. But, no, you, there's nobody stopping Kansas City right now. Like, this team is just uh, – they're just different than everybody else. They are on a different level. Next, we have the Arizona Cardinals, who haven't been playing their best lately. They'll be taking on the red-hot New York Giants. Weird saying that this year, but – uh, all four of us are going with the Arizona Cardinals. Jamil, I'll go back to you. Um, yeah, you know, the Giants have been playing great football. They upset the Seahawks in the ugly game last weekend. But um, I think Kyler Murray is going to do just enough for the Cardinals in this one. This is the game the Cardinals really, really need to win if they want to stay in the in the middle to the top of that wild card um, group we have going on right now in the NFC. So I think this is a really big game for them. And I think they'll do just enough to win this game. I think a lot of DeAndre Hopkins will be featured this game. For the sake of both divisions, this will definitely be an important game. Uh, no doubt about that. But moving on to another semi-important game. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Important for the Titans, at least. I mean, all four of us are going for the, for the Tennessee Titans. Will, why the Titans? They're playing the Jags. Uh, that's about it. It's basically it. I mean, well, what, yeah, what, what, what more do you need? Yeah, I mean – you said it better than I could. Uh, moving to the 4 o'clock hour on Sunday, we have the still winless New York Jets taking on the Seattle Seahawks, who, as Jamil mentioned, uh, blew that game last week against the Giants, got upset. Uh, all four of us, however, did go with the Seattle Seahawks. RJ, it's the Jets, so I have to go to you. Um, there you go. It's the Jets. <laughs> That's, keep that short and sweet. Uh, they had a chance to win last week, and they blew it. And they will not have that same chance this week versus Seattle. New Period. defensive coordinator, though. Look out for him. You know? <laughs> Look out. Uh-oh. Greg Williams not at the helm. Okay. We're does not playing he, cover zero anymore. The tank? Does the new defensive coordinator come in and cost them Trevor Lawrence? Watch them win like two games. Uh-oh. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Uh-oh. That'd be such a Jets thing. For all my Jets team. friends, I just need them to get Trevor. So they have something to look he'd, forward to. He'd be like, yeah. I never lose. I never lose. Wins out. Ne- never lost. <laughs> never lost. <laughs> End up like Trey Lance. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. That Stop one, it. they just keep Samuel. Yeah. Right. yeah. No yeah, disrespect not? to Trey Lance. <laughs> Moving forward, uh, new quarterback alert, at least starting quarterback in Philadelphia. Officially, it is Jalen Hurts' season in Philly. They will be taking on Taysom Hill and the oh, New Orleans Saints. I still got to get used to saying that. Bro, uh, there's no quarterbacks in this game. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. so, Stop. you know, if you're looking for good passing, you're not going to want to watch this game. Watch but game. all four of us did go with the 10-2 and two Saints. I mean, it's kind of an easy pick, but uh, I, don't, I don't remember who I just picked. RJ, I'll go back to you uh, for the Saints. Jalen Hurts cannot throw a football, period. I don't think he's capable of throwing a football, period. You want to That's talk it? about the most, like, FU scenario to throw him out in his first start against the number one defense in the NFL? I mean, total yards per game, they are, like, one of only two teams allowing less than 300 yards a game. They're allowing, like, 288 a game, like that, which ranks number one in the NFL. And I don't know who's in charge. I know Dougie P was the guy who was like, yeah, he's going to start. And, and, and like, it makes you question, like, who really wanted Jalen Hurts there? Because I almost, I almost feel like Dougie P's still a Carson Wentz guy, and he's just like, throw, screw him. We're going to throw that guy out there just so Philly fans can shut up about it. And then we're going to put him up against the hardest defense in the NFL and just be like, here you go, buddy. Don't mess this up. 
you know, at and, least Hurts is fast, so he can run away from Cam Jordan. Yeah, yeah, but Fitzwood just got planted five times by him. But does he have the arm to throw past you know Marshawn Lattimore? <laughs> he can throw past him. Will it be accurate? That's the question. He can throw right at him. <laughs> it's one of those. It, it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be. A I mean, it really can't get a lot worse for their offense at this point. Jalen Hurts yeah. versus Taysom Hill. This is almost the most entertaining quarterback matchup this year. I honestly, though, I think Hurts has a better chance at this game than Wentz would. I don't know. I don't really like Wentz. Uh, nothing stands out to me, and he's just disappointing everyone at this point. So I don't mind them trying with Hurts. I mean, where do they have to lose at this point besides like a playoff spot or something? Which they I probably agree. Won't, they Here, won't reach you want to know what I think about Carson Wentz? Jalen Hurts cannot throw a football, but he should be the starter in Philly. That's what I think of Carson Wentz. See, I'm not done with Wentz. I think I'm not the, done with Wentz either. I think what a lot else of is there to give? Is their offensive line is terrible. Wentz has gotten sacked by far the most out of anybody in the NFL. They're off. The receivers aren't very good. They don't create separation. Jalen Rieger's been hurt the whole year. The one explosive guy they had. Um, they got to get off the books of uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson. Get got to get some more weapons and short little line next year. I'm not completely done with Wentz. Uh, we'll see what he, the Eagles do next year. That contract is virtually untradeable and uncuttable. So. Oh, no, he's absolutely going to be in Philly next year because you can't get rid of him. But he has no confidence, none. Like, I don't know what you're going to do to instill confidence in him because, yeah, I don't think Carson Wentz is, like, the worst quarterback in the league. Like, no, 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 no. But he doesn't have any confidence at all. Like, he – I don't know. That dude is – in baseball, you get the yips. I think Carson Wentz yeah. has the yips. I think, He's just no, not right there with good. That would make sense. Because, like, right now, like, I think I talked about this on the last episode where I talked about on the last pick'em video where, like, he's missing his entire – damn near his entire offensive line. He's missing almost all of his wide receivers. Uh, like, he's – and like Jamil said, he's been – he's leading the sacks in the NFL by a margin. I think – I want to say that he would – if he was to stay the starter, he'd be on pace for, like – the third most sacked quarterback in a single season or something like that in NFL history. Like Like, that's embarrassing. Uh, The only ones that the only one I know is above him is David Carr who got sacked like 72 times his rookie year. How about welcome to the NFL? That's terrible. Um, But I think Shannon Sharp said it best on undisputed. He said that like uh, what you to bench a guy this late in his career is, is going to be tough because right now, especially after the money you paid him, somebody's got to go it's got to be Carson and it's or it's got to be Peterson and and Carson with the money like especially with the performance this year a lot of teams aren't going to take that risk Chicago hey I'll take him I'll take him for the bag he's got I don't even care but like it it beats whatever quarterback we got going on but and for the draft pick that we're going to be at we're not going to get one of the top guys so why not just go ahead and bring him in but uh, it would it is what it is We'll, we'll we'll see exactly what happens but I think Carson Wentz has lost a lot of confidence in himself and it doesn't help that his whole offense is gone I don't know if I've already said this or not, but you know who needs to take that contract on? And you know who needs to go get Carson Wentz? And, the you Panthers. know, no, oh, oh, hell no. Ew. Oh, oh. oh. He's a, yeah. no. The Indianapolis Colts. Frank Reich was I on think the team that. that took Carson Wentz to I the Super Bowl. That. Well, took Nick Foles, I guess. But when Carson Wentz's MVP year, he had Frank Reich. Reich, And Indianapolis is a team that actually has a pretty decent roster, but they have one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league. Phillip Rivers ain't going to be around two more years. Did Rivers sign a one-year deal? Carson Wentz. What's up? Did Rivers sign a one-year deal? I think think this is his only year. 
I know Carson Wentz is expensive. Carson Wentz is expensive, and he hasn't really looked that good. But you have to believe that Carson Wentz and Frank Reich together could bring that magic back, and then you go draft one more receiver, and I think Indy kind of see what you got. That is really all they need. That's that's an awkwardly great fit. That, that I, I I love that idea. If he's not going to come to Chicago and he's not going to be the guy that we did decide to build around later on, I mean, I love that pick. They I mean, are one of the few teams that could probably take on that contract too. They're going to have like the fifth most cap next year. Indeed, so yeah, they've got definitely something to look at. I don't think that's not bad. There's a lot of the cap that they have like wrapped up right now went into Philip Rivers and he's falling off the books. Yeah, it's like twenty so, million dollars right there. Right, exactly. and you're going to make it all back. You know, I mean, you're going to be right back in the same boat if you go get Carson Wentz and he's locked up for. Three, two, two, three. Re- yeah, they should either go get Wentz or get one of these rookie quarterbacks this year. I think because you're not going to go Brissett, and they're going to be oh. in too, and they're in, they're in too good of a spot to get the QB of the future. So what? That's no. Nah, I, I think there's going to be like five quarterbacks in the first round this year, though. So good job, RJ. I love that pick. I think yeah, able to get I one, mean, but that that was a good idea. But I like that Winston. Bears tanking for Trask, baby. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be so. <laughs> we'll be able to get Trask in like the second round, probably. I'll take that. Nah. You think no? Nah, wait, wait, wait. You think he'll fall the second round? Yeah. No. no I don't I think do. so. I, I personally do. Oh, I'm no. not a big college football guy, but I feel like that's a first round talent. He's going to be a first round pick after he yeah. wins the Heisman and takes his. I team think he'll be playoff. second, but we'll agree. I don't think he'll win the Heisman, but I wish he would. He should. I think if he wins the Heisman, he's not making it out of the first. What was I think Max going to win the Heisman the second, but like uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Who's obviously, the Heisman, I think Mac Jones is going to win the Heisman. Go he look shouldn't. at the numbers. Go look yeah. at the numbers. Kyle All right, Trask well, when Alabama wins the SEC and is the number one seed, that's how – No, the Gators are going to beat Alabama. Hold up. You two have a college show. You guys talk yeah. about this. We're on the NFL. <laughs> next week, Jamil. Next week. <laughs> this right. next week. We'll, we'll let them handle that next week. But let, talk about your Heisman keep... hopefuls and everything. It'll be great. Yeah, that'd be a good episode. each other. Let's, we'll keep we'll keep things moving because we have another monumental moment in James Fryer history. Uh, Atlanta taking on Los Angeles, and Jamil has finally selected the Falcons along with the rest of us. Jamil, I gotta let you talk Listen, about this. this one. The only reason I'm picking the Falcons is because last week I sat down and I watched almost the whole Chargers versus Falcons game, and the Chargers are so bad, it's laughable. Check this stat out. I'm gonna pull a Maddie stat out. I saw a stat that said the Patriots punted a total of five times in that football game. And on three of the five times, the Chargers had the wrong number of players on the field. How do you do that? Three. No, that that's just terrible uh, coaching. <laughs> Anthony Lynn, I hate to say it, my African-American brother, he's going to get canned. He's going to get canned. Hey, but somebody's going to sign him. And then you're going to get draft pick compensation. So congrats to the Chargers. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, no, hey, the, the Chargers are horrible. The Falcons secondary is also horrible. So Justin Herbert should have a great game, but I just don't see a way they can play a complete game on, especially in special teams, but on offense and defense, I think the Falcons will do enough to win this football game. Yeah. The shutout definitely didn't look good. Uh, Herbert deserves better around him. I don't, I don't think the shutout was his fault, but like, well, they had a backup left tackle playing against the Patriots and that was just a disaster. Yeah. The Chargers um, should trade for Donovan Smith. Okay. Yeah, because that pushes the needle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot. I mean, yeah, if they, if they really want Anthony Lynn out of there, then, yeah, that, that seems like the move. But uh, we'll move to the Sunday night game with Joe Burrow. To, to wrap things up. This surprised uh, me, all of us picking this game. Oh, yeah. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who are now 
finally uh, not undefeated anymore. Uh, they're taking on Josh Allen and the Bills, who are coming off a, a pretty good game, I would say. Uh, all four of us did go with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of us can agree that the Steelers are frauds for the most part. See, um, I don't think they're frauds. I, the whole time I was waiting to pick the Bills to beat them as their first loss, I didn't think the Redskins would beat them. But I don't think the Steelers are frauds. The problem with the Steelers is they play so inconsistent. The Steelers have arguably one of the best receiver cores in the NFL, but they drop the ball way too much. Deontay Johnson had... 10 catches last week. He dropped like five balls. Eric Ebron dropped like four balls. Juju probably dropped a ball or two. Clay, Claypool dropped two. They're, they're so inconsistent on offense that they, they let these teams play with them. And then also like the Redskins, they let Washington play, not the Redskins, let Washington stay with them because they played so inconsistent. And on the biggest play of the game, they have the biggest mismatch. They had Anthony McFarlane on a linebacker late and big Ben doesn't make the best throw. And McFarlane drops the ball. Next thing you know, Washington goes down the field and scores. You know, when you play this inconsistent, and you can't finish teams off, This that's what happens. You lose games. And now you play a Bills team that's playing very good football and a team that if the, if the Steelers aren't careful, they could go from the one seed last week down to the three seed pretty soon if they drop two more games. So this is a big game for the Bills. The Bills are playing good football. I love what Josh Allen's doing. So, yeah, give me the Bills. But I don't think the Steelers are in, – I just think they're inconsistent, not that they're frauds. And they well, yeah, have two not... more games they can drop. They have to play Buffalo and Indianapolis. Those are two games they could find a way to – like they could find a way to lose those games. Yeah, they're not they're not 2020 frauds. They're still a very good team, obviously. But you look at uh, historically, you look at teams that started 11 and 0. They have to be among among the worst. Just you know, absolutely, they're a good team, but you don't expect that that team based on what they're doing. Because I've seen I've seen like NFL memes page on Instagram like saved by refs, saved by refs. You know, uh, almost blew it against shitty team. You know. Go down yeah. the line. You can well, pick yeah. something they've, out. From they've each just game. played down to so many opponents, like the Jaguars three weeks ago. The, probably the Steelers should have are like them. That every single year. If you look at the Steelers, they do it every year. Like it, it's like a Mike Tomlin thing. It's like he has to play great against you know five hundred plus teams, and he plays down to the teams that are like three and nine. Like he, he just does. The, the the Steelers never blow out a team. Like hardly ever. The only team that I can actually remember they actually blew out was Jacksonville this year. I want to say they won like 27-3 or 24-3, something like that. But every other game, like, there's no reason the Cowboys on a four-string quarterback are able to keep up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's no reason the Washington football team's able to keep up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, when it comes to their roster, they're they're loaded. It's just like Baltimore. They're loaded. They really are. And it, it's just been – they're just mediocre. They're mediocre against certain teams, and they're going to play up this week because it's the Bills. But nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Jamil says it every single week. I mean, it's it, it really is. Nobody does, and they're they're honestly at their record. What are they like nine and are they nine and three? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah and, up there. and they're the Hail Mary. And they're still they like that Hail Mary to happen. They'd be like a six or seven game win streak right now. They're like one of the most slept on teams still. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't give the Bills the respect. And like, like Josh Allen's been playing amazing. I think right now he's up there in the MVP talks. He's not going to win it. Obviously, I don't think he's up there in the favorites, but I think he should be up there in consideration. The defense has been playing well. The defense has been great for a couple years. I mean, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, one of the best connections in football. It, 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 it's just like they're playing great. Like, I don't know what people. Like it, it, but it just seems like Buffalo is still that team that nobody's talking about. And it, it like Buffalo is still a good team. I was right there with Jamil. I thought Buffalo was going to be the first loss. Uh, I was shocked that it was the football team, but I'm also 
not because I want I think I want to say that last week on the episode like don't be shocked if it's a close game like don't be shocked if they play close because this is a team on the defensive front that could have held up with them and it's just a matter of time before they lost I mean I don't think anybody looked at the Steelers team and thought 60 to no um but I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to go with Buffalo just because, like Jamil says, every single week, nobody circles the wagon, baby. Nobody does it like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, shout out Buffalo and their 10 former Carolina Panthers. 10. Out. <laughs> 10. Do them all by name. Drop them right now. Ugh. <laughs> all right, you did great. That's the tough. Coach. <laughs> but well, so I wasn't good. even counting McDermott. They have 10 players. I, I know. Fire coaching staff. <laughs> I know Vernon Butler. I was gonna say, give me um, Norman. Well, isn't is Norman not? Yeah, he is in Buffalo, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they have another another Vernon Butler. They got Mario Addison. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we get it. (laughs) And then then that's seven of ten. You guys can look it up if you need to for for research purposes, but. Those have been our predictions for week 14. You know, you skipped the Bucks and the Vikings. Yeah, we never talked did about I? Yeah, Did man, I? Did I skip the, my own team, bro? The Bucks and the Vikings. Now, like, I did. Do your guys' team? What the hell's happening right now? Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't have that in the dock. Wow. That reminds you, me of you soft- were fans. One of them works for you. Like, I, it reminds me of the softball <laughs> days. Okay. Well, I've made a mistake in the dock. Bucks are going to win. Yeah, that, that we all, all four of us did have the Buccaneers. Shout um, out to whoever bought my tickets on the internet for that game, too. There you go. Thank you for, I'll be for the there. donation. Are they coming off bye week? We yeah, uh, the Bucks are. Yeah, much needed buy. Perfect. Yeah, a much needed. Perfect buy. Let me say one thing, and I'm gonna make it quick because we need to get off of here. This week is going to determine if the Bucks can go to the Super Bowl or not. I was just about because to say. if this team doesn't start getting more creative on offense and doesn't look like they are more of a cohesive unit. They're not going to the Super Bowl. But if they come out and there's some pre-snap motion, Brady looks good, he looks comfortable, gets the ball to A.B., to Godwin, to Evans, passes it around, the defense plays well, watch out. This is still a Super Bowl team. But this week is going to decide that game. Or that, you know, this game is going to decide if they're a Super Bowl team or not. Yeah, it's not easy to have that week 13 bye week to be right at the end of the season. It's it's not easy to go and play you know, consecutive games over and over and over again, just like it's not easy to have number four when it comes to the stretch. But, exactly. like, you know, but whenever right now, I mean, obviously the, the Bucks have been struggling a little bit, but they also haven't had a break. You know, they're, they finally get their break, but you're going to really see who this Bucks team is in this game. It, it's Correct. really going to determine after a bye week, you're going to see who they are going into the playoffs. You're going to see what this team has going forward. And it, a lot is going to talk about the Bucks in this game. Yep. yep. If, if they don't start getting creative, you know, that's it, not just, it's not going to happen for them. Not this year, at least. Jamel, you have anything to add? No, uh, yeah, I think it's really big. You know, you're coming off the bye week. It's time to see uh, what changes were made uh, on the offense side of the ball and on defense. You know, you just need to get guys healthy. And um, big game against the Vikings. You know, they won a couple in a row. They're trying to get back into the wildcard hunt as well. Uh, you know, they live and breathe through Dalvin. This team's going to stop in the run. So it'll be best versus best. Hey, Minnesota's sitting in seven right now. Yeah, they're there. there I mean, it, it, it's one of those. It, it's interesting. This could honestly not that bad of a team. Uh, oh, no, also, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is going to look really good on Sunday. He's going to I think he's going to do what he does because he's great. And I just want everybody to remember that the Bucks drafted O.J. Howard instead of Dalvin Cook. Hey, his one game in Raymond James Stadium, he absolutely destroyed USF. 
Oh, I remember that. Hey, I watched that. <laughs> I was in high school. I didn't watch it. I was it. not there. I was not going to go tailgate. I was there. That's probably the hottest game I've ever attended. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole reason I didn't go. I'm not going to a September, 9, uh, uh, September 9th uh, noon kickoff in Tampa, Florida. No, I'm good. That, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, that was brutal. I get drunk on the couch and watch from home. <laughs> I think that I did that. Idea. I know I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, those, those. Thank you for reminding me about the Bucks game. Obviously, that was a that's a pretty important one considering those are two playoff no teams. But yeah, I, I gotta I, I gotta you know clean up clean up when it comes to that. But these have been our Week 14 predictions for the NFL season. I've been Matthew Perry alongside Jamil, RJ, and Will. We've been the GMs for hire, and we'll see you next time. Peace.